Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. All right, this is Ball vs. Life. My co-host, JC, I'm Jack. What's up, JC? What's up, what's up, man? It's uh, been a minute since we talked uh, anything Warriors-related, so I'm looking forward to this episode. I know. This is actually a very special episode. It's out of our norm, actually. We're doing a live reaction episode yeah. of the NBA draft, bro. The draft lottery, draft sorry. Draft lottery. Yeah, draft we might lottery. do one for the draft in itself. But I know. If, if this goes well, <laughs> we'll, we'll do one for the draft. This is kind of like a, a test, right, bro? Yeah, it's an experiment. <laughs> right now, I'm looking at Rachel Nichols. I don't know what she's saying because we're, we're recording right now. Actually, let me put the captions on. She's probably setting up. It seems like it's what? It's a remote draft, so it's not like the traditional draft from before, right? Yeah, 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 definitely not. And the, like we've been, we've been alluding to, I've been alluding to, this is your playoffs right now, bro. I mean, like yeah, I know the bubble ball has been going. We've been talking about Lakers and yeah. Clippers. Yeah. But this is your time to shine. <laughs> yeah, man, I know, I know. It's been a minute. It's It almost feels like it's been almost like 10 years. I don't even know the last time I actually cared about this. But given how rough this season has, has gone... This is this is day one in many ways, just because it kind of dictates what our strategy is coming into next season. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. Are you nervous? It's been a while since you've been a part of the lottery. Yeah, man. Of course. I mean, you obviously want to put yourself in the best position as much as possible. And the odds are are not as good as in previous seasons. I think they switched it up where, you know, they don't really want to reward tanking. So I think, like, the bottom three records pretty much um, have the same amount, uh, same chance of getting the top pick. So we, we come in with no advantage, you know, and I think we're competing against, what, is it Cleveland and Atlanta or yeah, something yeah. like that in terms of, like, you know, <laughs> being the worst. So we'll see. Yeah, this year, uh, well, actually, last year was the first year they changed the draft yeah. uh, lottery odds. So now the the top, the lowest teams that finish, the three lowest teams, have the, a 14% chance to get the top pick. Yeah, and the thing is, with the odds changing, a lot of teams can jump up. Like, for example, last year, the Lakers, yeah. they jumped up into the lottery, into the top three, the top three picks, yeah. and they eventually selected two, and they were not slotted as one of the top three teams to get it so yeah. you never know dude it's a crap it's a biggest crapshoot than previous years that's for sure so yeah. the nerves for that definitely yeah and for me it's also not just being able to get a player i mean mm-hmm. it's just being able to gain value right the higher the pick the likelihood that you know someone's going to want to to take that if they have some really good prospects so you know i just really want to put ourselves the the warriors to have like uh, the best chance possible to improve their team, and it starts it starts with tonight, man. I oh, mean, be- Steph got the Kawhi look right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he got um, the cornrows. Jeez. Okay. I actually think my 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 telecast is a little bit more delayed than yours for some oh, reason. <laughs> I so, should be doing play by play. Maybe you should do. <laughs> Regardless, I, I, we're gonna get through this. <laughs> I can't. I can't fake. Uh, I can't fake. The, it's uh, all good. I can't make my reaction. <laughs> but um, with regards to that, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, I think the chances of a team being able to jump up is so much more likely. I mean, 14% yeah. is not that crazy of a, of a percentage, man. So, no. I don't know. Maybe I'm just lowering my expectations. I'm not expecting, you know, 
overall success but i just want us to at least get maximum value as much as possible so we'll see yeah i mean to uh give us some perspective for the warriors anyways you guys have a 14 percent chance of getting the top pick you have a 40 percent chance of getting a top three you are guaranteed a top five pick so you're not going to drop out a top five okay. that's just something to to calm your nerves bro to calm yeah. your nerves right. because i know i know you're like dude i don't want to go all the way down because it's happened to other teams before <laughs> But but I don't know, man. It's like it's not the deepest draft. I think it, yeah. you know a lot of people are saying that a lot of the the talent, at least from this year, is very comparable to the Anthony Bennett draft, which is really good <laughs> volumes, man. In terms of uh, you know the amount of talent that's available out there, so I feel like you know from five to three, there's a mm-hmm. huge talent gap in terms of you know getting a transformational player. Um, but we'll see, man. We'll see. But I mean, I'm, 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 the I'm Warriors' right track there. record recently, you guys have not had a top three pick, but have struck gold, bro. I mean, with Steph and Clay specifically, dude. Like, um, I mean, you can get a transformational player outside of the top three. Just saying. You just sometimes those sleepers, bro, like Giannis and stuff like that. It happens. It happens. Yeah, man. But given given uh, given our track record, then it. You, I shouldn't be rooting for a top three pick because <laughs> I know last right? <laughs> time I checked when we were really high, uh, we picked three in what 2002. So that's almost 20 years ago. Ooh, that's a years long ago. time ago. You know who we picked up? We picked up Mike Dunley. That was a <laughs> we had the top odds to, oh, to get the number one draft pick that year, and we ended up with Mike Dunleavy. So, um, then you, yeah. it's for you. It's weird emotions, dude. It's like you I want know. as high as you can get. Yeah. But if anything, you know what? You want as high as you can get because you can possibly use it as a trade chip, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. look, exactly. the Warriors are light years ahead. You know, whatever happens, they they got like permutations of what they're gonna do with that pick, not just the the, the prospect, obviously. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of thirsty teams out there trying to find talent at the very top, and we're lucky to have our core pieces still there. So, um, you know, with Steph and, and Clay and, and Draymond signed. So, you know, if anything that we can kind of like, uh, we can kind of brandish out there and try to get uh, biters for, our, you know, the ever so elusive uh, high draft pick, mm-hmm. you know, could really bring us a lot of value coming back, uh, possibly an immediate contributor. So we'll see. I mean, I think, you know, if someone's really thirsty for any of the top talent out there, maybe... You know, some Lamelo action, maybe some uh, James Wiseman action, Anthony yeah. Edwards action, Obi. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Have you know, been doing a, a lot of research. I've been doing some research, but I think to set up the scenario, a lot of people liken this situation that the Warriors are in to the Spurs mm-hmm. when they had David Robinson, but he went down with an injury, yeah. and they obviously their team went to crap. So yeah. they ended up being able to draft Tim Duncan and pairing two of the top centers or you know tim duncan's a power forward but two of the yeah. top big men's yeah. that you would never have had that chance if david robson didn't go down with an injury and exactly. obviously the warriors hit with major injuries yeah. clay was hurt the year before yeah. steph got hurt i mean yeah. it was a, it was a pretty serious injury in terms of yeah. just you're not going to recover and by the time you recovered you're not going to play meaningful games you're going to tank so yeah it's kind of a unique situation dude yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a unique situation. I just <laughs> I think the biggest difference between that draft is a there I don't think there are any Tim Duncans in this draft unfortunately. Yeah, Otherwise yeah. I would be 
selling my liver to increase <laughs> you know the, the percentages to to make that happen and secondarily i think the percentages right they were they were trying to discourage tanking so i, I don't know what the percentage was to to land that number one pick for san antonio uh, in the tom, tim duncan draft but it sure wasn't 14 percent. so um it's different times man that was yeah. 20 years ago uh, 21 years ago since uh, duncan was here so it's just it's a it's a, a whole different ball game at this point. With that said, mm-hmm. I mean that Spurs team didn't really have the same talent level that we have uh, in terms of you know having won championships and having the core. I mean yes they had David Robinson, but you know I think you know they still at that point hadn't drafted or developed Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili yeah, at that point exactly. in time right which was the core for their championship team so it's not quite apples to apples but mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. that model i like that model where it's like a gap year it's from an injury and it's potential to extend the uh, the, the potential level of success with the, within the organization so if you look at that draft model and how that organization is it's very actually similar to what the warriors are doing so a lot of those, like Tony Parker and um, Manu Ginobili, they were low picks and they developed them in their system to be exactly. top-end players. And this is what the Warriors have done with Draymond Green. Yeah. And, you know, a couple other players developed them into, like, low second-rounders or low first-rounders into all-stars, essentially. And exactly. boom, and you ha- you add your top-evaluated picks like Steph, who's seven, but still, seven is, is you, you're expecting an all-star and you're mm. picked on the top ten. And they develop into superstars. Like that's kind of the model. Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Adam, add Sean Elliott, and those other role players. Like, yeah. boom, you got a championship team, man. Yeah, yeah. But amidst all of this rosy talk, for every Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, oh, yeah. we have essentially Epe Udo. <laughs> from, you know the number six pick. Yeah. We had Anthony Randolph, who I know you are very, very familiar. Oh, right. I, we I, had. Pa- <laughs> exactly, I love right? the guy, dude. I still do. <laughs> we got so hyped back in the day. <laughs> yeah, right. He was supposed to be the next KG, right? We yeah. have Patrick O'Brien, Ike Diagu, you know, oh, yeah. Michael Petrus, the <laughs> aforementioned Mike Dunleavy. You know what I mean? So for every hit that we had, we probably had. You know, a couple of a Donald Foils and a couple of Todd Fullers, and the last time we hit number one pick all, uh, all um, at, at for uh, for the whole draft in 1995, we had Joe Smith, and you know Joe's a cool, a good player, but he definitely what didn't deserve the number one pick after you know in hindsight, right? So I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of comparisons, man, but in many ways, it's, you know, it's still a gamble. You're right, dude. You can look at the successes, but there's way more failures than successes with anything in life, right? So in as much as I want to really be excited here, I'm really trying to tamper my expectations just because it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's the unknown. With that said, the organization is different. You yeah, know, we had yeah. different folks drafting for us before, right? Exactly. And now we have Bob Myers, uh, who I really respect, and uh, and um, I'm I'm assuming he's doing his homework with a lot of these talents. But before I forget, you know, Josh was actually supposed to be on this episode, but look, he had something come up. Um, we missed the dude. And part of the big reason we wanted him on, obviously, besides him being a regular on our podcast, is. The Hawks are also in the running, so we want to give a shout out to him. Um, I want to wish him luck, but for this podcast, since he's not here, let's not wish him luck. <laughs> this is what you get, Josh. Watch, is he's gonna end up with the first pick? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I told him. It's just like, just watch, man. You know, 
like this would be the year that uh, they actually come up with the you know the top pick and you know yeah. it might make sense you know they have yeah. Georgia talent with Anthony Edwards I guess mm-hmm. local boys it might be a good mm-hmm. you know it might be a good fit in terms of being able to be a local um, local talent and staying within the, the the state so good luck Josh but not so much good luck I guess for <laughs> my end uh, but we you know we're missing you on this episode man we'll get you next time maybe um, next time we can uh, maybe we can we do the, the actual draft, draft order, or, yeah yeah yeah, once we have the draft order and set, we can talk about the prospects um, closer to the actual NBA draft. Right? Yeah, yeah. There we go. I mean, speaking about the prospects, I, we, you and I have talked about like the potential for the Warriors mm-hmm. and what they if they get a you know like they're going to be in the top five. So being in the top five, you're you're looking at the top five prospects. And I was just before this draft gets going, I kind of want to talk about like who would fit you know of other, of these top picks and at the end of the day you want to draft the best available player but i do yeah. think james wiseman for the team is actually the perfect fit you know yeah. because you guys do need a mobile five you guys have the guards and you have draymond uh who is a stopper in the the four five position and maybe the three so mm-hmm. you kind of need a big guy who kind of gets blocked block shots and just athletic you don't need a guy that scores you know what i mean like you guys yeah. got those guys yeah. unfortunately james wiseman doesn't project to be something like a tim duncan no um, no the thing with James you, Wiseman yeah. is he has all the measurables, man. This mm-hmm. guy's wingspan, a- mm-hmm. athleticism. I mean, it makes you thirsty for a talent with the physical tr- uh, attributes and, and, and skills like that. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't really done much in college, man. Like no. Tim Duncan, was, there's not was much Tim tape Duncan, on him. Yeah, yeah, was Tim Duncan a four year, uh, four year college player? He was. Dude. James Wiseman yeah. probably played like six games <laughs> in college because uh, mm-hmm. he was curtailed by injury, or was no? There was a little bit of controversy. Yeah, there was some controversy. He he yeah. some eligibility controversy about him. I don't know. I, I don't know this particulars, but he pulled out basically. He pulled out from college. Exactly. Uh, so there's a lot of question marks. As as much as he has all of the measurables and all of the potential you know he hasn't really proven uh that much um in even the college stage and you know high school uh competition compared to college and then obviously nba is just going to be you know just light, light years different so we'll see how it goes i'm i'm listening to telecast right now mm-hmm. uh and i see lamella balls being interviewed and i see anthony edwards two of those guys do they give you any interest um I don't know. It's, uh, it, I mean, you know, LaMelo, and you're familiar because the Lakers had yep. uh, Lonzo. There mm-hmm. seems to be, you know, a lot of off-court concerns. LaMelo mm-hmm. has a lot of uh, skills that could fit within the Warriors. His playmaking ability, mm-hmm. specifically, might be a good fit. Um, but at the same time, it seems like uh, the balls are really thirsty for an opportunity where they can really, uh, you know, start... Uh, running from day one and this might not be the opportunity that he may have with the Warriors right Uh, Anthony Edwards I think he's kind of in the James Wiseman uh, category Mm. a lot of sort of uh, physical tools Mm -hmm. Um, he played more than James Wiseman but at the same time there's just a lot of question marks in terms of whether or not he's ready for the next level Um, within these two prospects uh, I think Anthony Edwards might be a better fit because we need more of like a defender like yeah. a wing player, because we lost that with um, with Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston. So maybe mm-hmm. he can kind of fill a void from the wing perspective. And I think from a playmaking perspective, we're good with Steph and 
you know, uh, kind of running the helm with regards to that. But well, Draymond you know, is also a playmaker. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And but you know what I mean? Star power. The ball, you know, Melo has that star power. So who knows? Oh, here we go. The draft is starting, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm ahead of you. <laughs> I'm ahead ahead of you. Of you. Maybe I'm you should already, do the play-by-play. I, play. I already know what the pick is. Right. Okay, you do the play-by-play. Play. I'm yeah, way let's, behind. Let's, let's, let's switch it up here. So right yeah. now they are at pick six, and Atlanta has gotten number six. Oh, ouch! Poor Josh. Okay, he dropped. The fifth pick is Cleveland. Are you guys? You guys are good. The Warriors are good. So we're within the top four at this point. So Cleveland had a chance, at the same as us, to get the top pick. So I think they, they, uh, they went down, and I think Charlotte was able to jump ahead of Cleveland in terms of the percentage. So basically, it's Minnesota in play, Charlotte mm. in play. Atlanta's out of there. It's the Ooh. Warriors in play. And this is getting juicy, the dude. Team? Who is the last team that is in play for the top four? Oh, man. So, okay, now they're going to the commercial. Oh, man, dude. I, how nervous are you right now, so, man? So this is nerve-wracking, right dude. Now. See, see on your feed right now what's going on in terms of what, what you see. But basically, Atlanta mm-hmm. had the fifth pick, and mm-hmm. Cleveland got the fourth pick, or is it something like that? No, Cleveland had the fifth pick. And okay. Atlanta had the so pick. right now the Warriors are in the running, the the Timberwolves in the running, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, are the Pistons in the running? Yeah, they might be in the running. Where are the Where are the Knicks right now? Actually, it, it might be the Knicks I and the, the Knicks. Hornets. The Knicks and the Hornets. The Knicks don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So now they're in commercial break. So knowing those four teams, I mean, Whew. you know, each of the teams outside of the Warriors really need help. I think Cleveland really lost. Actually, out actually, in the okay. Draft so right the now. Knicks are not in the running. They got the eighth pick. I'm looking oh, at. It. I'm looking pick. at the okay. board right now. So, so, <laughs> so we're, the so, Knicks are out of it. Sorry, Knicks. Okay, <laughs> the so, curse okay. continues. So Charlotte, Golden State, Minnesota, and who's the fourth, uh, fourth team? Hold on. <laughs> Let's check it out. But I mean, I'm feeling good right now, just because in terms of the top four talent, you know, you can get. Anthony Edwards, potentially James Wiseman, potentially uh, Lamelo Ball, and potentially um, uh, Denny Avija, which mm-hmm. is a European prospect. You got um, who else do you have? You have Obi Toppin, which is who was the uh, Naismith Player of the Year mm-hmm. um, last year for the shortened basketball season. Um, so there's a lot of talent that you can get for us, and. I mean, this is what I was expecting already, right? We'd be within the top five. There are a couple of uh, dark horse candidates that's being discussed. They have uh, Killian Hayes. I think Killian is... um, I think he might be playing internationally. Um, Let me just double check on terms of that. Yeah, he's he's been playing in France. He's kind of like in like a a D-Lo kind of role, though. I think he's more of like um, sort of a playmaker. So I'm not quite sure how good of a, a fit that that is, uh, but yeah, you know he's kind of like a left-handed playmaker. So interesting. he kind of already made that experiment with D'Lo and didn't really work out that well. Uh, another player that's been discussed is Tyrese Halliburton. Um, mm, yeah, and I see he that. He is not really a well-known, at least, um, e- entity for me. I don't really know mm-hmm. o- outside of um, 
you know outside of like the draft uh you know podcasts i'm listening to and like whatever i Mm -hmm. see online but he seems to be more in like a sean livingston play playmaking mode he's a little bit more sort of like uh, longer uh uh and rather than a scorer like a d-lo type uh uh, he seems to be more of like a, a distributor so you know, all of these players are in play for us. You know what I mean? We got, yeah. you know, we got Lamelo, we got Anthony Edwards, we got Obi Toppin. You know, James Wiseman. There's also one player that's been kind of discussed, um, um, and he might be sort of like a, in a sort of like a, a spicy P type of prospect on Yeka Okongwu. Um, oh yeah, yeah. USC. Um, mm-hmm. He's just kind of like a long defender. Um, you know. I guess in terms of measurables, he's more like Spicy P. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Spicy P. Um, Siakam probably has more of like an offensive game that's developed. And this guy is a little bit more of like a defensive kind of um, uh, player. Maybe he's more on the John Collins, mm-hmm. you know, Montrez is, I guess, one comparison that I've heard mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of just having a motor. So he might be a good fit for us as well. So again, there's just a lot of possibilities. A lot of possibilities. I feel like what's interesting about the Warriors is there's a lot of fits that could be made into the system that you guys have because this player that you're drafting is unusual in the terms that you don't need him to be a jack of like he doesn't need to be a superstar right away. Yeah. You know, like a lot of yeah. teams are being like, that are picking right now need that franchise player. Yeah. So for you guys, it, there isn't this pressure that dude, you got to hit it out of the ballpark. Of course you want to, but at the same time, it's not like dude, this is go go for broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's coming now. Oh man, I'm nervous okay, for you, number, dude. N- number four pick went to Chicago, so Ooh, the top three pick. Warriors are in the top Minnesota, three. Minnesota, Charlotte, and Golden State. Number three pick goes to Charlotte, so Ooh, we got Steph. a guaranteed number two pick. So Steph's up there. The Warriors get the number two pick. Oh. Minnesota has the number one pick overall. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Interesting because. Let's not forget the the Warriors and the Minnesota dealt each each other D'Lo and Wiggins. You guys yeah. end up being the two uh two two top teams in the draft lottery, first yeah. and second pick. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is going to be a little interesting, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's really I mean, it's not a bad position to be in because I remember it's kind of very similar to what um the Niners had when they had uh, Nick Bosa, right? They had Kyler Murray go number one. There's a lot of pressure with going number one, right? Just yeah. because you really want to hit it. Um, sometimes going number two, like in the Greg Oden draft where you got KD, sometimes you, you know, you really don't. <laughs> you, 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 if the first, uh, if the team at number one messes it up, it kind of makes the decision for number two a little bit more easier. That's what I'm trying to say, right? Yep. So we'll we'll see what happens in terms of where t- the Timberwolves are going to go. I have a feeling they're not going to go James Wiseman just because they have Carl Anthony Cat, Towns. Exactly. So I don't know if Lamelo is going to go there just because Lamelo is. I mean, they have D'Lo, so it's just yeah. a lot, a lot of a lot of question marks, right? Is but it, but it puts in it puts in a little bit of perspective of what the Warriors might have to be looking at that draft board, um, because like you said, Lamelo probably not. You know, D'Lo is a ball handler, and he also D'Lo is not the greatest defender. So you're not going to draft another player that's suspect on defense, suspect yeah. on shot selection. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to draft James Wiseman. You're going to pair James Wiseman and Cat? I mean, yeah. it just doesn't seem like it. You know, a yeah. two twin towers doesn't really work in modern NBA. Yeah. So, so it really just kind of tells you in terms of what's available. So, number two pick. 
We wow. shall see, man. I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I mean, I feel like I would have been a little bit more disappointed if we went down to number five all the way. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it gives us a little bit of leverage. I think we still have um, a pick of extreme value. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. given, you know, a lot of the question marks at the top of the draft, I feel like it's almost close to having a number one pick, right? Mm-hmm. Just because there's no consensus number one pick, you know? I mean, exactly. Ja went number two, right? So, you know, Anthony Edwards or Anthony, who was it? Anthony Bennett went <laughs> number one overall, right? Who was number yeah. two in that pick? So there's a lot of really, really solid uh, number two picks out there. So happy about where we where we are with this. Well, for our first live draft reaction episode, you had to do the play by play. Hey, man, technical <laughs> difficulties, dude. <laughs> we, we went, we got through it. it. And to sum it up, I mean, the losers obviously of the draft lottery. And again, the, the picks are not made at the end of the day. You know, you don't lose until you know who you who you picked and also a couple years down the line and how they pan out. So really, are you a loser? You're just not sure yet. Hawks yeah. jump down you know they, they were supposed to be yeah. in top four sorry, that josh, sucks bro. i know sorry josh hey if you came on the podcast maybe yeah. things would be different we're kidding we're kidding um the Cavs kind of lost out they dropped the knicks obviously they were supposed to be top six they dropped to eight pistons they dropped hey man hornets and bulls moved up so it's kind of exciting man the warriors stayed top three and they got the the second pick hey you know what the Lakers got the second pick the couple last couple of years, so I understand getting what the getting the second picks like, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's it's could be worse, but could be you know, worse. It's not, but it's not not that bad. You know, to- totally. You know, I totally understand that mentality. You're like, you know what? I just want to get top three. You yeah. want to lower your expectations. You don't want to be like, dude, one for yeah. sure. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. you get top three. You're like, you know what? Could have been worse. Yeah. Could I could have been uh, like Josh? You know. <laughs> yeah. Or they could just uh, draft Wiseman trade. Carl Anthony Towns to the Warriors or something like that, but dude, it'd be overs, man. We'll it'd see. be overs. <laughs> That's for a whole different yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, man, this was a really interesting, uh, interesting draft. Um, I know we gotta wrap it up soon because yep. I know you gotta prep for uh, a game. gotta prep for the game, bro. <laughs> it's game two, man. You, before we go, the first game you were you were messaging me. I know, I know you're rooting against the Lakers. I know, but you know what? You took it easy on me. You're like, sorry, bro. <laughs> it's game time, man. It I is. Gotta, uh, the Bay Area. All right, Hopefully, game two, man. pivotal game two. Now, right? I'm, we're hopping yeah. off this podcast. Next time we record, we're going to be talking about, you know, more draft prospects. Since now we know the draft order, yeah. we know we know what's coming up for the Warriors. We can talk about all that stuff, and then obviously we're going to talk Lakers. We're going to talk Clippers. Talk about the first round. What's going on? Thanks for tuning in to this first live reaction draft episode, NBA draft lottery episode. Hope hope you enjoyed it. You know, if you want to shoot a number, number two, two baby, <laughs> number two. So email us at ballversuslife at gmail.com. Follow us on IG ballversuslifeofficial. Rate, subscribe, review. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Peace.